Free Period is a podcast of First Baptist Watauga Student Ministry. For more information about First Baptist Watauga, you can check us out at fbcwatauga.org. Hello and welcome to Free Period, the weekly break you want to take. I'm Kevin Skinner, the Associate Pastor and Student Pastor here at First Baptist Watauga. And I'm Nathan McKendry, your Young Adult Minister and Assistant Student Minister, also here at First Baptist Watauga. And this week we will be answering the question, what is the role of the Holy Spirit? But first, before we get to that, today I'm going to give you another word or phrase All right. from the 1800s. Bring it on. And we'll see how well you do. I'm ready. All right, so this is a phrase. Ooh, okay. It's a three-word phrase. Three words. Take the egg. Take, Take the, the egg. egg. Ooh. What does it mean? Take the egg. I'm going to say it's something like, uh, like go for it, like take your shot, take the okay. egg, kind of okay. a challenge call. So, uh, no, let, let, no, that's hint. not correct. Hint, let, yeah, hint. let me give you a hint. Okay. What, what does take the cake mean? If someone takes the cake, that means they do well. So, is take okay. the egg somebody who does bad? Nope. Or is it just take the cake, somebody who does well? It means that you've won. If you take the egg, you've won. Oh, okay. Yeah. So So not a go for it, but you've already gone for it. You've gone for it and you've won. You you've taken the took egg. the egg. I don't know what the egg was. I wonder if the egg was some type of prize that they used to give. The golden egg? Maybe. I mean it didn't say take the golden egg, it just said take the egg. Take the egg. I don't, I don't know. know that I always want the eggs. Sometimes if, the eggs are bad. If you are from the 1800s, let us know. Comment. Comment down below if you are uh, like 140 years old. That would be amazing. Yeah. Tell Why us. are you looking at our student ministry page? <laughs> <laughs> Surely there's more relevant things out there for you. Who knows? The broad <laughs> audience we breached. <laughs> All right. Well, you did not take the egg on that one. I did one. not. But did not. let's let's move on. Let's get to the question to, for today. The real question is, what is the role of the Holy Spirit? Okay. And so as we answer this question today, there are three things that we want to address up front, three things that we want you to understand uh, about the Holy Spirit as you listen to this podcast today. Right. So first off, uh, the Holy Spirit is part of the Holy Trinity, right? Mm -hmm. So the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, our third person there. When Jesus was baptized in Matthew chapter 3, we see the heavens open up, actually, and we hear the voice of the Father speak, and the Holy Spirit descends on Jesus like a dove. Okay. The second thing that we want you to know about the Spirit is that uh, the Spirit was sent into the world following Christ's death and resurrection and his ascension. So in John chapter 16, we see Jesus talking to the disciples, and he tells the disciples, if I don't go away, the counselor will not come to you. And the counselor that he is referring to in this passage is the Holy Spirit. And so we understand that as God the Son left the earth, as God the Son left this world, uh, he sent his spirit. God the Spirit entered this world. 
Right. And, uh, you know, third thing, uh, the Holy Spirit enters a person's life at the time of their salvation. Okay. And so uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 through 14, you'll notice we're giving you lots of scripture because it's important in this kind of a question to stick to scripture. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Ephesians 1, 13, it says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and when you also believed, were sealed in him with the promised Holy Spirit. And therefore, we we believe that every believer in Christ has received the Holy Spirit into his or her life. Now, we understand these three things. Taking those three things and and moving forward, now we can appropriately, I think, answer the question, what is the role of the Holy Spirit? Okay. Now, before we answer that, uh, just bouncing off of that last uh, point that you made, uh, let me ask you, now we've kind of addressed this in a previous podcast. How old were you when you gave your life to Christ? What was the age? I believe I was about six or seven. Six or seven, and I was five years old uh, when nice. I made that initial decision. And, and so we believe that for you at six or seven years old and for me at five years old, that is when uh, we received the Holy Spirit into our lives because right. we received... Uh, the Holy Spirit up, upon salvation, and so we have been living life with the Holy Spirit for the last uh, however many years uh, it has been. So for me, I'm almost, well, no, at the time that this is coming out, I am 39. So for the last 34 years, I have uh, walked with the Holy Spirit in my life, and for you, how many years has it been? Uh, six or seven that was, it's been six or seven years. <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> You're 12 or 14, depending I think, on. I think it's been about 16 or 17 years then, maybe, hypothetically. Okay. Sounds okay. about right. And, of course, the Holy Spirit being with us that whole time does not necessarily mean that we have listened to the Holy Spirit through every decision. So don't take True. that to mean th- just a strange misunderstanding that, we've been perfect all that time because just because you have the Holy Spirit doesn't mean you you live like it. <laughs> True. We certainly want to live like it, though. Yes. And so uh, so I, I do think it's important for us now to, just like you said, let's, let's address the role of the Holy Spirit. Now that we have some understanding, we understand that when you are a believer, you receive the Holy Spirit into your life. What is the role of the Holy Spirit? So, uh, there are four primary things that we're going to talk about today for uh, for the role of the Holy Spirit. And the first thing uh, is not just for believers. Uh, the first thing is, uh, I believe, what the Holy Spirit does for both believers and unbelievers. Right? So as we look back at John chapter 16, verse 8 tells us that when the Spirit comes into the world, He will convict the world about sin, righteousness, and judgment. So one of the roles of the Holy Spirit in this world is to convict the world of sin. And so uh, I believe that that the Holy Spirit convicts unbelievers as they hear the gospel, as they look at sin in their life. I believe that the Holy Spirit convicts people of their sin. He, He points out to people in their own hearts sin in their life, uh, especially as they come in, co- come in contact with God's Word and they hear, uh, they hear truth from God's Word and they, they hear what God's Word says is a sin, as that's revealed to them, then the Holy Spirit convicts them in their hearts. Man, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is sin, right? But for the believer... I believe that the believer uh, is also convicted 
of their sin by the Holy Spirit. When we are walking with the Holy Spirit in our life and we don't listen to the Holy Spirit, as you just said, uh, we're going to feel convicted about that. We're going to we're going to recognize that in our own spirit. There, there's going to be a conflict between the Holy Spirit and our spirit as we are not walking in obedience. Uh, and, and so the Spirit convicts people of their sin. For the unbeliever, when he convicts them of their sin, I also believe that he draws them to righteousness. Now, some people may resist that. They may say, no, absolutely not, and they don't give their lives to Christ. But for those who are willing to listen uh, to that conviction, if they're willing to listen to the Spirit, I believe that they will turn from their sins to be saved. All right? Yeah. Uh, Second, as we continue on it in John 16, look at verse 12. It, It reads, when he comes, he will guide you into all truth. So the Holy Spirit also declares truth. Furthermore, the Holy Spirit declares truth about God the Son and God the, the Spirit. He helps us to understand the truth in God's Word. So ultimately, the Holy Spirit very much points us to truth. You, you can't just read Scripture and, and come out with truth unless the Holy Spirit is there with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think for for us as, as ministers, now, as ministers, we don't have... Uh, uh, any greater connection to the Holy Spirit as any other believer. Right. However, it is important for us as ministers to make sure as we're studying God's Word that we're listening to the Holy Spirit, uh, that we uh, that we aren't just coming up with our own interpretation for Scripture, but that we are staying t- true to Scripture. And I believe that as the Holy Spirit declares truth, as the Holy Spirit points back to truth, uh, that he helps us to teach that truth. Yeah, I agree. Fully agree. All right, so the third thing that we see the Holy Spirit doing uh, is the Holy Spirit empowers the believer to turn away from sin. Now, this is a, this is an important one for us because I don't know about you, but when I gave my life to the Lord at five years old and you gave your life to the Lord at six or seven years old, right? Uh, I didn't all of a sudden stop struggling with sin. Hmm. Did you? I did not. Yeah, right? And, and you you already made mention of that, right? How we don't always listen to the Holy Spirit, right? And so, uh, so that struggle with sin still continues. As long as we live in this world, there's always that struggle of sin. But the Holy Spirit empowers us as believers, to turn away from sin. Romans 8.13 tells us that it's by the Spirit that we're able to put to death the deeds of the flesh, or we're able to put to death sin in our life. So as you look at your own life, as you look at your own struggles in your life, right, that you may have with sin, it's an encouraging thought to know that we don't have to do this alone. I think many times, uh, many times, one, we try to do it on our own. We try to overcome sin on our own. We try to just be a better person to do a better job, uh, and and we always fail, right? If you do it on your on your own, do it in your own strength, you are going to fail. There's only uh, so much strength that you have to give, uh, and it's an imperfect strength. Uh, but when we rely on the Holy Spirit and we rely on his empowerment, 
then we are relying on a perfect strength. And so, uh, so it's good for us to know, it's a good reminder for us as believers that, yes, although we will continue to struggle with sin in this imperfect, broken world, we have been given God's Spirit, God's perfect Holy Spirit in our lives to empower us to put to death uh, the, the things of the, the deeds of the flesh or, or sin. Yeah, I agree. Uh, finally, the Holy Spirit produces fruit in our lives, and it is very important. If you look at Galatians 5, uh, verses 22 and 23, we see the famous fruits of the Spirit. It reads, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And so if you're a believer and thereby you have the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit's role is going to be to produce fruit in your life. You're going to start demonstrating these characteristics. It, it helps us, you know, if you can see these in someone's life, you can see the fruit of the Holy Spirit, evidence that the Holy Spirit is there. If you don't see these in your life, then there's some evidence that the Holy Spirit may not be acting there, which means you need to reevaluate your life with Christ. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a hard truth. <laughs> if you don't have the Holy Spirit in your life, you don't have the fruit of the Spirit in your life, then then you may not have uh, salvation, right? Uh, because when you receive the Spirit, uh, He is going to begin producing these these things of fruit. And so with that, let me address one of these, these things of fruit. This goes for all of them. But one of these fruits specifically, there's kind of a fun saying out there, right? It's kind of a funny thing. People say it, don't pray for patience because if you pray for for patience, God is going to give you the opportunity to be patient. It's funny to say that, right? But it's absolutely unbiblical to say that, right? You absolutely should be praying to grow in patience because patience is a fruit of the Spirit. And so you should desire to be growing that fruit. And if you have the Holy Spirit in your life, He should be producing this in you. It's not just that He's going to put you into experiences that are going to produce patience, right? The Spirit Himself produces this fruit in your life. The Spirit himself produces patience in your life. Now, this goes for love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control as well, right? But but patience is the one that, that we've got that funny saying with. And so let me just encourage you, right? You should desire to be growing in all of these fruits, including patience. You should desire to have, have that in your life and maybe sometimes you are put into uh, situations that test your patience, but that's okay. You've got the spirit in your life to produce that patience in the midst of that stuff. Uh, and so eagerly pursue anything that is going to help you grow and become uh, become conformed into God's image through the Holy Spirit. All right, so as we as we look at these four things, Right, I would say that these are the, the primary four things. These may not be the only roles of the Holy Spirit Spirit in this world, but we only have so much time in this podcast, all right? And so I would say these are the primary things as we look at the role of the Holy Spirit in this world and in our lives as believers. These are, are those primary things, all right? Any final thoughts, Nathan? 
No, no, I, th- I think you, you got, especially that talk on the fruits of the Spirit, you know, we should be pay- praying for those. And if God gives us the opportunity for those to grow, then we shouldn't spit at that either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a absolutely. good thing. We need those opportunities uh, to grow. So now I agree. I think these are some some big, good core uh, ways that we see the Holy Spirit move. But um we, we'd like always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on maybe how the Spirit has moved in your life or how you've seen the Spirit acting. Absolutely. And uh, this was a question that was submitted to us, although they submitted it to us without a name. We don't know who gave it. But thank you to whoever, uh, whoever it is that gave us this question. Uh, we had fun uh, answering it today. It's a great question. All right, so that's it for this week's episode of Free Period. Join us again next week for our last episode of Season 2 as we answer the question, what is your favorite claymation movie? Bye. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast, and I'd love to meet you in person. If you're a student between 7th and 12th grade, you can join us on Wednesday nights for midweek at First Baptist Watauga. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for growth groups and 10.50 a.m. for worship.